Text your people, they shit. All the problems and your needs if you just Lawyer, doctor, anything if you just You got some questions about some things you just You a king, be the king, you just Got proper comfort for the queens if they Live in favor, see the dream Get your phone, text your people, they shit. Okay, welcome everyone to The Mailbox Season 3, second episode We are here, September 15th <laughs> Ready to get started. I can't believe the month is going this fast. I want to bring in first my co-host. Even though he's from Michigan, he's still my friend. And I'm from Ohio, so we are arch rivals. <laughs> you had to do it. I should have brought my Ohio State. Okay, so that's how it's going to be. That's how it is. So Mark has his Michigan hat on. And so I get it. I get it. Okay, I'm going to let you November know. November 26th, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> We should go live that day. I'm gonna come over to your house and <laughs> we really should do the show from there. But Mark, how you doing, man? I am I am awesome, blessed, uh glad to be here and, and to get going with this. I'm like I'm excited. You know, I missed our last episode. Yeah. Uh had some things going on, but I am certainly glad to be here. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And I know you spent some time. You actually saw Serena's last match right i did i did i did and what a uh man it was such a blessing to be in there and to see that live and just all the accomplishments that she has had and has done for our things she's done for our community yeah. and you might you may have seen me on tv i was down there with tiger and uh jay-z wow. and beyonce <laughs> when they panned i was probably in the restroom but i, I was there yeah. <laughs> i saw somebody getting escorted out so <laughs> that might have been you at that at that moment <laughs> But that must have been an amazing and awesome experience. It was. It was you know? really a great experience. And uh, my wife's bucket list. So we checked one of those things off. That's so, good. That's yeah, good. It was, it was That's awesome. Good. That's good. Speaking of bucket list, what's on your bucket list? Do you have anything that that you have to do? You feel like? I mean, you've you've done everything. Like <laughs> what? Well, what's on your bucket list? You know, it's just some things I still have in the works I'm trying to uh, accomplish. You know, I've, mm -hmm. I've talked mm -hmm. to before about this pilot certificate. And so I'm yeah. trying to make that happen yeah. and yeah. Uh, get my private license um, before I it's like all it. said and done. So I think that's my number one accomplishment right now, getting that taken care of. But uh, right. I want to, right. uh, you know, and like you retire here in the near future and start mm -hmm. doing more things for the community and, and all of that good stuff. But uh, yeah, man, life is good for me. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. And it's important to have some goals and some things that you're trying to, to reach. It doesn't matter what your age is. Having some things that you're trying to strive for is really important. And, you know, as you're growing up, you, you, you should be trying to form those things. And I am so excited today uh, to talk about OST, out of school mm -hmm. time, because I had no idea what it was. <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest. I had to do some research on it. And I really like the fact that if you're a school teacher out there or or even a parent, this is a good show and a good episode that you you really want to uh, tune in and listen. And Janice uh, is going to come in and she's going to explain to us a lot of what OST is and 
talk about her life and things like this. She's a fantastic person. And so, Janice, come on. Welcome to the stage. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for such that wonderful introduction. Thank you so much. I'm doing well. I'm so happy to be here. It's good being on this side. <laughs> it's, it's, a little, it's a little bit different, right? It feels a little different, right? <laughs> Oh, indeed yeah. it does. It's real different. It's real different. I was like, mm, got to <laughs> some things. You know, different level of preparation. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. 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 So I am so honored and glad to have you on. I know Mark and I both feel that way. And so, uh, but we just want to first start out by, you know, you telling our viewers what a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Janice Lee. I am originally from New York City, um, born and raised. I'm a Brooklyn girl. Hey, hey. Um, I really started with wanting to be in education. So I always had a passion for helping youth. I was also um, involved in many things in my community in my high school years which kind of led me on the path of wanting to be in education. And I had just such great experiences with my teachers when I got to high school um, that I was just, I was sold. I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to make sure that I'm having an impact. I want to make sure that I'm sowing into the future generations, you know, and all of those wonderful things that people want to do going into education. That's why they pick it. Am I right? Right. Um, so... Fast forward a little bit. So I go to school, of course, um, and I just could not for the life of me pass this daggone test. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> For the life of me, and uh, the test that I'm talking about is a praxis, uh, the praxis test. So in order yeah. to get your license, there are certain exams that you have to take in order to become a licensed teacher. Yeah. Um, your praxis test, there's the praxis two if you're going into a concentrated area as far as your subject area goes. Um, and then there's an additional test that you have to do if, if for elementary education if you want to do, because um, you're focusing on reading technique and skill and things like that. So there's additional literacy tests that you have to take if you're doing elementary school. Uh, so I just could not. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and it was just the one thing that was holding me up in the process of just go ahead and getting my license to, to go ahead and teach. Um, so much so it followed. I, I got all the way up to my senior year. I mean, close to my the end of my junior year without passing my exam. I took all of my classes, everything that I needed. Mm -hmm. But it's just this one thing from taking, keeping me from taking my last, like, what, four to five classes. Right. So you have to have that come to, you know, we're going to come to the table. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some things that we got to figure out real quick. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm crossing the stage. Right. Right. We're going to pay all this money. I'm crossing this stage. Um. And it was a very, very hard decision for me because um, yeah. you, you, you know how it is when you're have this one desire and this one thing that you feel that you mm. are meant to do, that you are meant to be. Absolutely. And then you have this challenge or this obstacle that kind of feels like it's, it's crushing your dream. Right. You know what right. I mean? Absolutely. And that brings up a good point that um, I know Mark will kind of agree with this. Like you always have a vision of what you want to do, especially if you're in college or military or mm -hmm. wherever you're working. 
but what what is it about the education system that that fueled your desire to become a teacher? And we'll get more into uh, the details of of what happened of not <laughs> passing the mm-hmm. exam, but but you know what what fueled it to begin with? Because I would think that if you want to be a teacher and any teachers out there probably can relate to it, then you have to have a passion for it. But what mm-hmm. was your what was your uh, passion for? Uh, my passion for it was, like I said, I wanted to be able to sow into the future generations of children mm-hmm. that were coming in. I always had that bond and that connection with my peers as far as, you know, wanting them to do their best but be their best. Um, we challenge each other to do um, everything that we can to not just help ourselves, but help the people around us because we were very bedded in that sense of community. Uh, thanking uh, Frank and Mickens from Boys and Girls High School, who was the principal of Boys and Girls High School. Um, that was one of his things that was very, very true. Like, we're, we're, we're in this together. Like, we're going to make this work. You're going to do what you have to do in order to get to where you need to be. Um, and just having that strong sense of leadership and that level of empowerment and yeah. going to a school that is very rare of uh, of staff of all black and mostly black or minority um, staff members was uh, great because when you get out into the world, you look to your left, you look to your right. Don't be surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You're the only brown skin exactly. person in the exactly. room. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> So I didn't know how much of a blessing that was until I got out um, into the world and started, you know, occupying certain spaces um, in certain positions. Mm -hmm. Um, So having seeing how that influence was on me is something that I wanted to pass and share with other people, with other youth um, to let them know that, you know what? Uh, It's not about where you are. It's not about where you come from. You might have a certain level of circumstances that may be challenging, but it doesn't mean that you can't get to where you want to go. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Janice, so, you know, first, let me say, God bless you for taking care of these kids. These kids today, right? I I just know it's a challenge. Uh, Yeah. Well, and, and we need more uh, of you and, and this type of organization, a few good mentors to to help put them on the right path and continue to mentor and shape uh, you know, them as we move forward. Right. So with that, what, what do you think is lacking in our education system now? And then how, how, how has it changed over the years? I know the kids have changed. Right. 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 So what do you think is, is the difference? So the thing that I like that is like after school programming and OST programming, some of the issues that we experience in that area is very much parallel to what is happening in the school system. So in the sense of um, pay is a struggle. If you think teachers don't get paid, (laughs) please don't look at the check. Some of the people that work in out of school time programming. And it's just Mm. one of those things of, you know, where does your value lie? Mm. which is Mm. always the question at the table. So if we have teachers that are doing so much, um, going to school, getting degrees, no longer doing bachelor's, but master's degrees, but Mm. when you come out with so much debt and you're only potentially being paid like what, depending on where you are in state, 32,000, 45,000, if that, um, dollars a year. uh, But then, you know, your college expenses is way more. Like it is above the salary that you are making. Uh, pay is definitely a thing, but also lack of support can be one of those things, but also training. You don't have the desire 
um, some, some, some of the people that go in it, they just don't have the heart for it. And those that do can be sometimes crushed by the system or the things mm. that are going on around them. Yeah. Um, and this, and we see it, you know, taking place in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And yeah. so many things. And that, and that, that, that had to be a difficult time. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. It was, it was trying to be, but in a sense it was, I want to say in a sense, it was a blessing in the sense that it caused us to change the way that we think, find different things that can be innovative. And some of those things that we pushed to the back burner. Now we kind of bring to the forefront, like, okay, this hasn't been working for how long. All right. So what are some new things that we can implement to make this a little bit more successful? So one of the things that I've seen people do, not just in schools, but also out of school time programming and their virtual learning is to have more group events. We don't mm. have to physically be in one space. Like mm. virtually all of us could attend, especially when so many people have different work schedules. You know what I mean? How do we get begin to go ahead and up the parent um, involvement and participation? Some people even went to the extent of having like food, uh, dinner nights mm. where the people that were participating in the at school programs, they went ahead and got them meals. And as a group and as a community, they prepared meals by different or professional chefs together wow. to kind of bring in and own in that sense of community, but also the needs of the people have changed. So some people may not need for you to be um, so direct. Some of these people are losing homes. Some of these people don't have yeah, food. Yeah. That yeah. is an ongoing thing. So how, are we going to be in the still be in a place of service where we are meeting that need? And that's a good thing. Of, and that's some of the things that changed in out of school time programming. Um, it was there before, but I feel like in this, it shed more of a light of why we are important and relevant now. Yeah, wow. yeah, definitely, definitely important. And you mentioned earlier that you took the exam to become a teacher seven mm -hmm. times. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I, hey, I commend you for continuing to. To keep trying, uh, I think Abraham. I yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I believe Abraham Lincoln ran for president seven or eight times. I mean, I think on the seventh or eighth time is when he got elected. So right. pers perseverance is important to to mm -hmm. keep going. And then you found your niche into mm -hmm. something else. But what motivated you to keep going in spite of you know? I, in spite I know of it, yeah, it might have been. It must have been. A difficult time. But, oh, please. Yeah. Every time I had to call my daddy and ask him for some more money. <laughs> yeah. That never stops. That never, yeah. never, that never, that never, <laughs> every time I had to talk to my mom. Oh, mom. Yeah. Mom. Mom. One more time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, but um, what helped me to keep going was the support that I had from not just family, but also mentors that I've had very long in my life. Um, that were such a great blessing to me and were great models, role models, um, but also shared with me their story. So there's, there's power in sharing the background story, which I want everyone to know. Everyone sees like where you are and where you go, but mm -hmm. no one really knows what it took for you to get there. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that, so, that's really important. Nobody sees the whole struggle, right? right they just right. see what, what is happening at the end. They right. don't see the, the hot dogs yeah. and the, the mm -hmm. Newport, carton of Newport cigarettes in your refrigerator. And that's all you right. got. Exactly. I'm telling too much. But right. yeah, they, they don't see that whole beginning. They don't see that. I mean, mm -hmm. if you go over to Mark's house, you see a $5 million house. And like, <laughs> you still don't see you that. Know. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wow. But it's that's... much better. We, we do yeah. have some condiments with those hot dogs now. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, right. So, Denise, let me ask. So, but nobody knows like the struggle and the journey that you had to go through to right. get to the top. Right. Right. Nobody knows it. And so you, you talked about uh, some of the, the mentors and people that have, uh, have changed your tra trajectory. Uh, tell us a couple of stories or, or give some shout outs to some of those folks. Some examples. Uh, sure. So I would love to give a shout out to a longtime mentor of mine. Um, oh, see, I had to. Um, if you don't see me, I'm about to shed a tear. So. <laughs> They it's okay. Really it's okay. Yeah, right. It's okay. Right. right. Oh gosh. Um, a long time um, mentor of mine that helped me get through like those so many challenges and sharing their stories. Um, and prop and really one of the reasons why I wanted to get into education, uh, was a mentor of mine, Lisette. Uh, she was amazing. She was an amazing teacher and is an amazing teacher. Um. And it was because of her level of dedication, but also um, her transparency, her honesty, and um, her being able to push even in the times that I wanted to give up. So mm -hmm. that's important to have that person in your corner because there are some people that will tell you, um, you know, maybe you might need to try something different. Mm -hmm. And then right. there's another person that tell you, if this is what you are meant to do, then this is what you are meant to do. But in being that it's meant for you to do, don't be shocked if it transforms and changes shape. Mm -hmm. Now, just because I wasn't in the classroom doesn't mean that I wasn't part of education. Yeah. So it's just taking a different form of education. Now I'm at a place where I am, you know, treating the whole child and working more so on character development, you know, social emotional learning, all those other wonderful things to kind of tie into additional education. Right. Yeah. Man, that's powerful. And that it's, it's, it's holistic, right? It brings it all together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why out-of-school programs are important, because when you think mm -hmm. about the stories of the Boys and Girls Clubs, the YMCAs, but also your local organizations, like people that I've had on my podcast, like the Real Girls Mentoring Program, like you all, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, all that you do, it encompasses that whole child movement and that whole child segment. We are, you're speaking to not just the soul of the child, the emotions of the child, the mind of yeah. the child. You are treating the whole being. You know, including additional support for education because we have educational services and some of our after school programs too, as well, um, with the idea or with the aspect of tutoring or educational mentoring and things like that. Yeah. Right. And it's okay. it's what we should be doing, right? You know, mm -hmm. we should be trying to make an impact for the next generation. So, you know, I definitely commend you for continuing to to, to move forward. Yeah, We're gonna take you. a quick break and we'll come back and we'll learn more about the turning point for you. Got it. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? This is Michael Morgan with a few good mentors. I'm getting ready for our third annual 5K Walker Run, which starts October 1st through 31st. Registration is open now. In today's society, we desperately need mentors. With your help and your donations and your participation, 
you can make a big impact in our society. So come on out. Okay, welcome back. Uh, we're talking to Janice Lee for OST um, uh, programming for out of school time uh, practitioner for for young kids, um, and she has a podcast as well. Uh, one of the things we want to talk about, and you briefly discussed it, is, is I hate to use the word failure because really <laughs> it's not about failing. It's your your it's areas of improvement, and and you learn from these setbacks in your life, but uh, what did you learn about yourself in these setbacks and, and what has it taught you going forward? We're going to go deep. We're going to go deep. Okay. <laughs> going, yeah, we're going <laughs> all the way, all the way. We're going real deep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the delay does not mean a lot denied. Mm. Just because you didn't get there in the time that you wanted to doesn't mean that it's never going to happen. Um, so when I say that, I mean I I took that test and failed it, Lord, two, one, two, three, four, how many times? But um, I still had a desire and a passion to do and work with children and work with youth. So it's knowing when to not give up on your dream, but if it's time for you to pivot, knowing when mm. to pivot. Yeah, yeah, that's important. So knowing what my other options were was very important. And when we talk about support, I had a very, very supportive, um, um, I had a very, very supportive professors at Virginia State University. Hey, go Trojans. Um, in the education department, um, all of that sector, when I talk about the amount of stuff, the amount of things and lessons that I've learned there and the amount of support that I had from professors that were there that poured into me um, in the process of failing as we say but also worked with me to kind of sharpen my other skills um yeah. work on your communication um uh, holding me accountable you're not gonna skip my class because <laughs> right. right. you know you gotta pass this test so we're gonna go ahead we're gonna work on these math numbers ma'am <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you're gonna get it together so uh, holding me accountable um, and seeing their level of care and their level also of sacrifice, because we don't often see how much, you know, those individuals give up for us. Uh, um, mm -hmm. So if anything that I've learned is just because you didn't get there when you wanted to, don't mean doesn't mean that you're never going to get there. Just know that it may be a different route that you have to go. Wow. But at the end of the day, like you will be where you need to be. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's good. That's good. So, Janice, you talked a little bit about uh, how you got started in, in this, and Mike and I both stated we really didn't know much about it, so we were glad to have you on to get a further education. How do you, or what do you recommend for others that want to get into this field? Um, definitely see what local organizations that you have around you that do, like, community work or partnership with schools. Um, see if they have any out-of-school time programming Um that's available for you to participate in as a volunteer. I know the YMCA has great um, programs to help students with their academics. Um, High Achievement is an organization that I also worked with and work for um, that are great with academics as far as um, helping to close the achievement gap. 
Mm-hmm. and the, a number of other uh, places, and not just for um, after-school time, but also for, you know, children at different stages. So, you know, you have your elementary, your middle, and your high school, but then you also have some p- people that are branching out into college as well. Just because they transition into that area of being an adult doesn't mean that they don't still continuously need that support. Yeah. One of the things that I see in the field is that we do well with treating or being supportive to children when they're in middle school and elementary school. But when they get to high school, there's not really many, many resources for them to continue to follow up with, with that rich education that they're getting in elementary and middle. So it's kind of like we've done all this work and then you get this child to this different state of life where they're going to need a good portion of backing and support to get to their next level. And we're some in some areas, it's just like, Okay, great. It was wonderful having you. You know, you did awesome. Mm-hmm. You did great. Right. You know, right. take care. Let people want about a merry way. Yeah, right. And that's probably the most important area, right? In those yeah. teenage years, they're very formative, and you have mm-hmm. so many other influences that are mm-hmm. coming in that could uh, uh, send them down the wrong path or, or have them making the wrong decisions. So it's mm-hmm. very important that you continue the support throughout. Uh, yes, yeah. most definitely. Most Absolutely. Definitely. And, and we've seen that in our mentoring program. Mm-hmm. Once they reach high school age, it seems like it's a little bit more difficult to connect with them. Right. Mm-hmm. And so have you noticed that with um, in that in the OST field? Uh, because I read a stat from the CDC that 7.7 million U.S. children head to an after school program after the school day ends. That's a lot of people that are still getting further education mm-hmm. outside of the classroom. Mm-hmm. But is it more difficult once you get into those high school years? Uh, it can be depending on the child. But as we know, we were once teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> right. So mm-hmm. the times may have changed and the attitudes may have changed. But does it mean that at that point in your life, did you or did you not need support? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's you know what point. I mean? So are we, because everybody's not an athlete, everybody's not a part of chess club. I can't sing. I'm not doing glee. Like I, I'm just not doing it. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's giving children or those teenagers other options. And sometimes it's not always available to them, depending on the communities that they're in. Yeah, that's true. Has after school program, has it changed over the years? I know, you know, regular education school has uh, changed over the years, but has after school programs changed? Oh, well, definitely. Oh, it changed a lot. I was like, <laughs> I remember working in programs and to myself saying, I wish I had this when I was in middle and high school. I would have mm. been straight. <laughs> <laughs> So it's experiencing it through that lens and seeing how much it has changed like over the last couple of years, like even within the last decade, you know, coming more, becoming more STEM focused uh, because STEM is a big thing, um, but also social emotional learning, Mm -hmm. um, tapping into, like I said, treating that whole child, like mentally, where are you? Emotionally, where are you? Mm -hmm, Helping them, you know, manage some of those hard, those high feelings those high emotions is what we call them or what I call them, let me say. Um, but yeah, giving up being a little bit more diverse, but also thinking about culture, being more attentive to the 
the background of the child. You know, we have a good portion of children coming into out of school time place, um, out of school time spaces with different religious backgrounds, different cultural mm-hmm. backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So how do you begin to have those conversations and be inclusive about your practice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, wow. And then the sharing with others, you know, and I think that's a great thing to have that, um, um, you know, that type of influence, the, the different religions, the different cultures, bringing that all together. Because ultimately, that helps these kids have better experiences, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because they don't know, they're able to get outside of their norm, and it helps yeah. them to grow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You guys want to take, let's take another break, and we'll come back. We, I really want to learn more about the podcast and mm-hmm. what you're doing with that. So we'll take another break, and we'll, we'll be right back. All right. All right. Tracy's Treasures specializes in fashionable jewelry and unique accessories. These fashion accessories can be seen at various weddings, trade shows, fashion shows, and magazines. Find something for that special person in your life. Look for Tracy's Treasures on Facebook and tell them a few good mentors and the Mailbox Podcast sent you. Okay, welcome back. We are talking to Janice Lee. She's doing everything out of school. I mean, she really is an expert on it. And more than anything, um, I know how it is uh, managing a, a podcast, but um, why did you want to make a whole time programming? What, what was the thought behind that? So um, thank you for looking at me and considering me a sense in an expert. I look at myself as being a lifetime learner. And as I'm learning, I'm just going ahead and sharing the information that I'm getting. So for people that do want to follow in the step of taking in a job or um, a career in out-of-school time programming, they have some something to look back on or have an example. Because like I said, representation is important. It's not often that you have someone in the field that you want to do that looks like you, especially um, in certain levels of out of school time programming. So that's important. Um, The podcast. So let me tell you what happened. (laughs) 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 So the podcast idea came about, I was, um, it was during the pandemic. That's when a whole bunch of things started to happen. A whole bunch of podcasts started popping up out the blue. Right. Um, and I was part of that. <laughs> right, right. Um, I happened to get because everything has shut down. We were there wasn't a lot of out of school time programming going on. I was actually furloughed from my job um, working in Henrico County. Um, so as we're waiting, I just have a lot of time on my hands, and I'm, I'm a doer. So I'm like, I have to do something. Um, so uh, reading different things, looking at some things, uh, uh, consuming too much uh, YouTube. <laughs> Didn't we all? Right, right. Binge and stuff. Like, oh, I haven't seen this if ever. Hit the remote. (laughs) Um, So I happened to come across this article that basically said that because of the state of what's going on outside and how to handle and what's going on with the pandemic, um, at school programs might not survive. Like, this might be it. Mm. So I looked, I read it. I was like, 
You was a whole lie. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you saying I got I got a whole I got to do a whole nother trade? Like mm, I don't know. I'm a little too far in my life <laughs> to make such a deep pivot. I don't know mm -hmm. about that. Right, um, right. But on the inside of me, I knew that there was something else being done, but we might not know how it's being done. We might not know the strategies that are um, taking place to reshape the environments that we're in. <clears throat> so it was my goal, especially for smaller after-school time programs. And so for some of them that were really, really good that we lost, unfortunately, during the pandemic um, because of money situations, enrollment, things of that nature, because children vote with their feet. If you don't have people, if you don't have kids coming in, then how are you going to, you know, justify the money that you need or the spending that's going on? Um, right. One of the financial aspects of out-of-school time programming. So my goal was to find out what was being done in different organizations. Um, how are they adapting to the current climate, but also what are the steps that they're taking to moving forward in order to move out of this when we do come out of this, this pandemic? Yeah. Um, what are some of the new techniques or strategies that may be taking place? Or if the standard is still good and the, um, you know, some of the techniques are still working, okay, how are we beginning to do that and what does it look like? And is it being shared or how is it being shared? So that's when I heard this um, thing about podcasting. And I said, you know, I could talk. <laughs> I am kind of chatty. Well, <laughs> you're from Brooklyn. Yeah. You're, you're, you're from Brooklyn. You're from Brooklyn. So. Right. It might, not, it might not be a bad idea. You know, we could, we could potentially do that. Right, um, right. So that's how the podcast got started. And yeah. with the support of my husband, Christopher, um, he helped me put things together in place to launch it and helps me do my editing and things like that. So it was like, it is now a home yeah. root project. Oh, wow. <laughs> Believe me, I know. Um, and a lot of people think, well, I'm just going to. I'm just gonna have a podcast, and, right? And they realize real quick you need a team of people. Oh yes, right. to help you. Yeah, it's it's and especially yeah. if you have a job, you know, right. um, you know, you really need a team of people supporting you and doing all the editing, and it's just so much stuff yeah. that needs to be done. And yeah. so I'm glad your husband is is helping out with it. You know, that's that's great. You and me both, because I'm like, it's a whole struggle. Every time I got to put one out, I'm like, so what do you yeah. think about these things? <laughs> and so, I'm sorry, Mark. I just pointed. I, I was just going to ask, part of that struggle, how about the, the programming? What are the challenges that you see yeah. in programming for OST? Um, there's a number of things. So, um, one of the things that's being talked about now is that out-of-school time programming, because of the pandemic, got a lot of funding to keep going, um, but also assist uh, assist um, schools, but also um, education in the sense of having a place for students to be during their online learning. Mm. Um, and just kind of evolving in that space. So the same way that schools and classes were held online, some academic or some out-of-school time programs also went online and were innovative in, try in, in interacting with students at the same time. Mm. So like I said, one of the things doing like group cooking classes or, you know, everyone's doing an exercise class together, just kind of loosen up or just having a facility available for parents to come and drop their child off and knowing mm. that they're being safe during the school day to do right. their online learning and then yeah. keep them 
for the remainder of the time, you know, during out of school time programming. So parents could come and pick them up later on during the evening. So a lot of that was taking place. Um, but those things cost money. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, those things cost money, but also the training aspect of having new staff come in, training them and making sure that they're trained yeah. properly is mm-hmm. another thing that, you know, comes to mind. And I had this, um, I talked about this on my podcast with um, Catherine Spinney, who is a coach um, for out of school time programming. And one of the things that she says, like, it depends, like, if your onboarding is not strong, you in trouble. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If your onboarding is not strong and there are some things that you are passing over, like, it's going to be a problem. And you're going uh-huh. to consistently seeing heavy turnovers like we are seeing now. Like, it's not just a mass exit in education, it's also a mass exit in out of school time programming as well. So mm-hmm. that's where we parallel in, um, an issue. Um, because of sometimes it could be lack of support, sometimes it could be lack of funding. Um, but in a sense, we've gotten an additional set of funding, which has helped with those areas. But now that we're in a place where we may be coming out of the pandemic slowly but surely, yeah. are those funds going to still be there? Mm-hmm. And um, going to what is it? After School Alliance and looking at their data, you know, you start looking at the numbers in the sense of seeing that during the pandemic, there was about a little bit about 20% or a little over 20% as far mm-hmm. as additional funding for out of school time programming. Um, but then, like you said, like when relying on other resources or government resources, are we going to be able to keep that funding? Because some of it went to so many other things that needed. Like I mm-hmm. talked about professional development, making sure staff is being trained properly, making mm-hmm. sure that the um, materials and everything that you have for your organization that you're able to do a very good job and be successful and keep kids safe and all of those other things, making sure that their education is also being um, supported in the out-of-school time um, space mm-hmm. um, and all those things. So that's one of the conversations that is taking place right now. And thankfully, we do have it. But the thing is that we're asking, are we going to be able to keep it? Because not only was um, youth development something that increase significantly, but also pay increase significantly hmm. um, yeah. during the pandemic. Because you, if you want them to stay, you got to pay them right. That's true. That's true. And that's with all the industries, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We're finding out yeah. that, hey, these people want to get paid for right. their services. Yeah. yeah right. Absolutely. So that's another conversation. Like, we were able to increase pay. Like, is that one of the, another conversation at the table? Like, are we going to be able to keep doing these things? Because you know, we have so many people that work hard and I've had people on my show to share the experiences of working one and two jobs and still doing after school time programming mm. and trying to make it all work. And for the amount of work that you do, it's very important that you're compensated for and not just from part from a standard uh from a standpoint of being part-time workers because you have a good portion of part-time workers in out of school time per um out of school time programming but for your full-time salary people making sure that they're being compensated for their time and for their effort as well right okay wow that's that's interesting so where do you see the the future of of in this field of ost where do you see it going oh above and over the moon (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> above and over the moon. 
I feel like we're at a very, very good place um, as far as out of school time programming is concerned. I know that we're having our challenges right now. Hiring is definitely one of those big things. Um, like everything right now, it's really, really hard to get people in the door, but also keep them in the door. But as far as what's coming across the table um, for curriculums that are being implemented, for different strategies that are coming out that are working so well with students, uh, implementing more restorative justice practices and social emotional learning practices, and making sure that we are as adults practicing them so then we could be the model for the children. Because we can't be at a place of do as I say, not as I do, using adultism terminology. Right. <laughs> Being is able to being available to be the example, but also continuously showing up. So I'm excited yeah. for what is coming down the line, but also I'm excited to see what uh, it's going to look like in about five and ten years from now as well. Um, so just following and seeing those changes and seeing more inclusion going on is is something that really warms my heart because I'm like, oh, we getting there, we getting there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, great. That's so great. I'm excited and to see like what future generations are doing in the process and how they're reconnecting to communities and what their needs are is very, very inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're very inspiring to us. I'm so glad we have been able to connect with you. Um, I think what you're doing is amazing. It really <laughs> is. And it's, I really think amazing. It's, yeah. it's great to get the word out there. If for people who are just listening and not necessarily seeing the the information scroll at the bottom of the screen how can people get in contact with you or um what days do you typically air your podcast so i air my podcast twice a month every second and fourth tuesday um we okay. just started our third season as well so that's why i was supporting with my snacks <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, so I've been, I'm grateful to see that, you know, we're still going strong and, um, you know, and we have some really, really things, really, really great things and really, really great topics coming down the line. So, you know, tune in. Um, you all could check the website out, www.schoolafterhours.net. And it has all of our stuff on there, how to get in contact with us, but also all the episodes that we have done. So you can go ahead and binge <laughs> mm -hmm. all the things that we've talked about, but also we're available on Apple Podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google. So almost all of your uh, podcasting platforms. We are not on YouTube yet, but by it's 2023. Coming. Let's <laughs> see what we can do. <laughs> okay, okay, that's good. I have good. vision. That's it. That's right, right. right. Um, you can also find me on social media because I do have an Instagram account, and that is at School After Hours. Um, the same thing for Facebook. We do have a Facebook account as well, so School After Hours, and catch me on LinkedIn. Same name, School After Hours, on our company page. Okay, that's great. That's great. Uh, did you have anything, Mark, you wanted to? Yeah, I just want to say with? it's a pleasure. And I, uh, yeah. you know, we came into this not really knowing much, but now I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm fully loaded. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so much for sharing, sharing that, that uh, information with us. And uh, again, this guy bless you for what you're doing and helping these kids, right? That's what we all are here to do. Uh, yes. Um, you know, at once upon a time, we all were children and where would we be if someone didn't sew into us? Exactly. So I tried to put right, that right, in the front right. of my mind. 
um, yeah. in spite of what may be happening. And that's always the carrot, right? So in spite of what may be happening in that child's life or how they could be reacting to the situation, like where would we be if someone just walked away from us? Mm-hmm. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So continue to be that that strong pillar. And sometimes um, know when to lean into somebody else when you cannot be that strong. That's important as well. Right. That's good. That's good. We're going to take one more commercial break, come back, and then we will uh, then sign off from there. But we'll, we'll have one more commercial break. Mark Cheek Speaks LLC is a company that provides transitional navigation to retired and separating military members who are preparing in the process or currently assimilating to the corporate culture ensuring the reshaping, reframing of talents and skills acquired through military service and developing a transitional roadmap for success. As a veteran with 21 years of service, 17 years in corporate, and seven years as an executive, he is uniquely equipped to create the bridge that connects military and civilian sectors. His mantra, you drive, I'll navigate, is a process used to transition military members to corporate success. Connect with Mark at Mark Cheek Speaks on all social media platforms and at MarkCheekSpeaks.com. Okay, welcome back. We are uh, wrapping things up with Janice Lee. And so we have learned a lot, just like Mark said. And I just wanted to also reiterate uh, the mailbox is sponsored by a few good mentors. Education is one of our core values that we mm-hmm. adhere to at a few good mentors. So it's, it aligns exactly with our mission as well. And health also is important for us. And mm-hmm. so moving into uh, October, we really start our health segment of, of, our, of our program. And one of the things we always do, we're on our third year of our virtual 5K Janice, and I don't know. Did I see your name signed up for the? <laughs> Janice, no, no, this is you gonna gang up on me? You gonna get the? <laughs> I just gave a That's snap funny. like you did. Right. That's right. That's right. And you want to snap? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking through the list. List, Mark. I don't see. <laughs> nope. Don't, me don't out see. on. <laughs> uh, just getting to that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But we really do um, need your support and everybody out there support for uh, the 5K. Not only is it a great fundraiser for a few good mentors, but it also aligns with getting out there, moving, walking, running, whatever you can do. We got to get up there, get out and, and just keep moving, you know, and so. Um, it's good for your mental health if you exercise. So, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it really all works together. Uh, we want everybody to be healthy. And so doing this 5K, I mean, it's virtual. You can do um, a mile here and a mile there and you can break it up. You can do it all at once. And so I think that's the beauty of uh, of a virtual uh, 5K. You can sign up at our website, uh, www.afgmentoring.net or social media there's plenty of ways to to sign up for it so we really encourage everyone to to do that okay so the flyer is up and janice once again um can't say enough how great it it is to finally meet you you know we have been (laughs) 
texting back and forth. I know. Instagram for why and following each other, you know, and all your great posts that are on Instagram. Everybody, please follow her on Instagram. Really good, really good stuff there. So uh, we definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for all that you do. And thank you for making this platform available for individuals like myself and individuals in the community to come talk about mentoring, youth development, education, safety, all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we appreciate it. We will definitely stay in contact. Please step back into the mailbox another time. And before we go, just wanted to let you guys know our next episode, we're going to be talking to Zach Coltrane. He's 19 years old, running for the House of Delegates in Virginia, down in the Hampton Roads area, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna uh, see what his agenda is about uh, in our next episode. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. But everybody, thank you, uh, Mark. Any final words, um, and then we'll close out. Yeah, just great being here. Great uh, having this opportunity. I appreciate you, Mike, bringing me on and uh, helping to host this. Uh, and Janice, uh, I'm looking forward to us maybe collaborating, you know, a few good sure. mentors and, and uh, OST, and I'm sure we could do some great things. So, Of course. Like, I, I got all my information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But please, I got all my information. Please. All right. We'll right. do it. Right. We'll do it. Right. Okay, everyone, please connect with us, connect with Janice, and we will see you next time. Phone, text your people, they shit. All the problems and your knees if you just lawyer, doctor, anything if you just you got some questions about some things you just I'm blessed. Text your people, they shit. All the problems and your knees if you just lawyer, doctor, anything if you just you got some questions about some things you just you a king, be the king, you just got proper comfort for the queens if they live in favor, see the dream. Get your phone, text your people, they shit.